When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Well, you know what? We're doing the pod because we care about the people, our great Mapigas. But I was hoping to watch some of this great Dem debate. We got Bernie. Maybe he'll have a heart attack. Joe Biden's saying a bunch of nonsense because he's sleepy Joe. Very sleepy. (laughs) We got Elizabeth Warren, who's basically trying to, you know, gimp Mike Bloomberg so she can win, what, fourth place? She keeps going after Bloomberg, and it's like, congratulations, you beat Mini Mike, now you're in fifth place, Pocahontas. A lot of losers. Little little Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. He's, at least he can put together complete sentences, which is more than I can say for most of those people. So it's a crazy, crazy Dem debate tonight, but we're giving the Mapigas what they want. And hopefully they're spreading the word, letting uh, the people know that we've got one of the great podcasts, probably... You know, I think it would be fair to say ever, maybe the best podcast ever. <laughs> You're entertained by the by the debates. You what you you watch. Well, it's them. such a it's such a lame group. I mean, you know, Obama. We don't like Obama, but at least him and Hillary were like, you know, eight. It was like two heavyweights. You know, a black and a woman, and at least they brought something. I mean, they were both crooked, terrible. One of them wasn't even an American, but at least they brought something. This crew is a bunch of real losers. I'm going to have fun dismantling whoever we face. I, I almost want to tell them, why don't you let two of them run? Let the two of them run. <laughs> and we'll curb stomp both of you. Get old Creepy Joe and Heart Attack Bernie or get Pocahontas and, you know, Clobber, Clobber, Clubber Lang, Clubber Langachar, whatever her name is. <laughs> Clubber Langachar? <laughs> You know, the little short Mary Lou Retton tough bitch from Minnesota. Clubber Langachar. Predictions. Bad haircut. Um, um, did you, speaking of heavyweights, you said before, did you see the the Fury Wilder fight? Did you see the boxing match that was touted as one of the biggest rematches uh, in years? Did, did you see the fight? It was a great, great result. Because you don't get much blacker than uh, whatever his name was, Wild, Wild Thing. You know, it's, he's a wild beast. And I don't mean that in a racist way. I just mean he's a crazy black. And the big white guy won. And we got a great big heavyweight white champ, the great white hope. So it's a great, you know, it's, it's, it's just great for the Mapigas and the MAGA people. You know, you got... You got Trump, you got a white heavyweight champ, you got the great economy, great economy. And it's, you know, it's a great time to be Mapiga. So you'd rather have a white Brit than a black American? 
Well, wouldn't you? No, I'd rather the American win. Well, I mean, a real, like, if we can't have a real American, you know, it's kind of up for grabs. What do you mean a real American? He, he was born in America. He's a real American. You ever American. see Rocky Balboa? That's a real American champion. So you're saying, Mr. President, that if you're not a white boxer, you're not a true American? Who said white? Well, you just mentioned all white guys. Well, I mentioned one white guy. Well, Tyson Fury, Deontay, well, and then But then and my Rocky one Balboa. example was Rocky Balboa, one of our great champions. So what's another example? Rocky Marciano? Vladimir Klitschko? <laughs> Tommy Morrison? Uh, rest in power. He got HIV. I think he's still alive. No, he's he's believe me, he's up there at a uh, at an orgy with uh, Jeffrey Epstein right now. He is <laughs> resting in power. We miss you, Jeff. <laughs> uh, so I you don't. Every, you I don't... hope every day is a sweet sixteen party in heaven, Jeff. <laughs> But you never, you never knew Jeffrey Epstein, right? Who? <laughs> All right, that's what I thought. But every single episode, you tell him to rest in power. Oh, is that I don't know why. Jeffrey Epstein. You're, you're always bringing him up. You, no, I, I believe I, I was talking about white boxers, so I don't know what you're talking about. We're having a great conversation about great white American boxers like no, Vladimir we were... Klitschko and Tyson Fury. Vladimir and... Klitschko is not an American boxer. Well, he was plowing Hayden Panettiere or whatever her name was, the little blonde tart from uh, Heroes. We like her. <laughs> but Mr. President, you haven't named one. Like, what do you think of Floyd Mayweather? Illiterate. He's one of the best boxers of all time. Well, I was hoping that the great American Conor McGregor would beat him. <laughs> Conor McGregor is not American, Mr. President. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll see about that. Maybe we'll just I'll executive order and make some of these guys great Americans to get them on our team. What do you think of Mike Tyson? Well, it's tough. You know, he was, we, we had a friendship and the only thing that matters more than the color of a skin is defending a man accused of rape. So we're rape brothers. We are rape accusation <laughs> brothers. And that is bond that, is very strong. Is there a nickname for that? There's like Eskimo brothers. If you both had sex with the same woman, what is it? If you've both been accused of rape, what kind of brothers are you? Forcing open the mayonnaise jar, brothers. <laughs> mayonnaise mayo jar, brothers. I guess you could shorten it. Title bars. <laughs> but the full name is forcing open the mayonnaise jar, brothers. That's what you call it when, when you're you share that unique brother brotherly bond of being accused of rape. I don't know how that's really a brotherly bond of being accused of rape. Well, because the system's coming after you and, and only somebody who is falsely accused can understand that torment and that pain and that, that fear. Yeah, but you're being accused, accused of like 
the least manly thing to do, like take advantage of a woman. Well, you know what? There's a lot of history that says otherwise. You ever heard of rape and pillage? A lot of of civilizations were formed that way. Pretty manly. It's not really manly. It's just, it's just, it's a power move. Yes. And not only is Jeffrey Epstein resting in power. (laughs) You're bringing him up again. No, we're talking about power, which is a terrible show full of blacks, by the way. And But the truth is, it is a power move. But, of course, I'm innocent. Mike Tyson was innocent. Harvey Weinstein, very guilty. Dem gave a lot of money to the Dems. Now he's guilty. I'm, I'm still wanting to find a, a white boxer that you like. But I don't think I'm going to find one. I meant a, a black boxer. Jerry Cooney. Black, black boxer. Evander Holyfield. Too many kids. Lennox Lewis, even though he's British. It's like you're doing the fake accent so people can think you're like <laughs> smart. You think he's throwing on a fake accent for everyone? Tremendously fake <laughs> accent. Wasn't he on The Apprentice? Oh. Lennox Lewis. Well, he's a good guy if he was on The Apprentice. How about how about this? Oscar De La Hoya. Well, we like Oscar De La Hoya. You like him? Yeah, no, I had Oscar De La Hoya used to clean the toilets at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> he's a good guy. I would tip him at Christmas. Uh, I think he's a world champion boxer, to be honest I think honest he used to bang the old Kushner ladies while the husbands were out playing tennis. But uh, we let him, you know, we let it slide because they kept, uh, uh, kept the old Kushner broads happy. No, that's nice. Mr. President, I know you're, uh, you're very concerned about the stock market these days and the coronavirus having a big effect on it. Well, Rush Limbaugh said that it's a it's a common cold hoax to ruin the Trump economy, and I gotta I gotta agree. I think this is all you know. We're working very hard. We have great, great brains, great smart people. Did you give Rush Limbaugh some metal? I see that you're very up to date on things. That was a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's, but you brought up his name. It's called the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian honor. We gave it right. To Rush Limbaugh. Good guy. Um, Great boxer. <laughs> so do you, <laughs> do you think um, you think this is a whole ploy to take out your economy, the coronavirus? The Chinese, the Chinese were over there doing whatever they do, eating, you know, aardvark asshole or whatever the delicacies are there. They don't clean it. Everybody's sort of an animal there, and they and then they go and they eat these disgusting animals and they spread disease and they they're not a great country like ours, and you know they they've made you know so so it's it's a real thing, but it's really the Chinese trying to hurt our great economy. Have you spoken to what is it Abe over there? Is that is that your boy in China? Is that or Shinzo Shinzo is, Japan? You are no longer welcome after this episode. That is one of the great racist things I've ever heard. And I say that as one of the non-racisty people. Shinzo, my great friend, Shinzo Abe, is the leader of Japan. It's called Japan. 
Okay, who's chi- who's China? What's this guy's name? Xi. Xi, that's right, Xi. Have you spoken to Xi? Well, we talk sometimes, but I'm a little mad at him because he's, you know, spreading this sort of like aardvark asshole AIDS around the planet. So we don't, triple A, we call it triple A. And we don't like it. And we're going to have to be tough. But no, Shinzo, how dare you even suggest he might have had something to do with this? No, not at all. I was just wondering what his thoughts were on it. Have you spoken to him about it? Well, he's not too happy. Mm. You don't want to hear Shinzo when he's angry. How does he sound? It's spreading all the fuck soul aids. Coronavirus? No! And when he says that, even I don't want to mess with Shinzo because he's a nice guy. When he gets that tone, you know, it's trouble for whoever walks in front of his samurai sword next. Usually when Asian people are angry, they speak very loud and fast. It's very strange that Shinzo speaks slow uh, with purpose and bass. When you are a great leader... Mm-hmm. as Shinzo is and a great friend. He doesn't talk like one of the crazy, you know, like a Vietnam. Oh, we didn't have to do that, but okay. It's very menacing. It's very because he's a man of purpose and he, he doesn't need to waste words. So we have Shinzo's back, but Xi, who I, you know, we tried to be friends, but when you spread the old aardvark asshole aids around the planet, Killing people, trying to kill, even more important than people, it's killing our economy, or trying to. And you can kill a lot of people, and I'll be okay with it, but if you try to kill America's great economy and ruin my election chances, we put you in the timeout corner. That's what you're calling it these days? Well, that's where she is right now. <laughs> in the timeout corner. Um you sound, this is the first time you sound a little upset about something on this podcast. Well, this it's, you know, you had the Russian hoax, you had the Russian hoax, you had the impeachment hoax. And it's like now it's become a global thing. It's like, how many times do I have to win? And they keep trying to come up with bigger, more fake things. So now they got the aardvark asshole aides trying to take out Trump. You know, it was like, you couldn't take me out. So now you got to have a global sickness. Still not going to work. We're still going to beat it. Okay. Well, you you did well, go to if melatonin gets it. I won't be too upset because I think we've uh, we've run the course with that with that Transylvanian bitch. What did you get her for Valentine's Day? Anything special? Yeah, a uh, pearl necklace <laughs> from a jewelry store. Well, there was there was some there was some Jews nearby in another bedroom in the house, but no jewelry. Okay. So it's it's uh, it's uh, it's rocky with you and uh and 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 your, and your wife these well, days. It's like it's just boring, you know. It's like okay, we get now you're like almost fifty. You're a a useless model. It's time to move on. She's the first lady, Mister President. Oh, well, she's the first third lady. The first third. All right. Well, but we're you, we're taking care of the coronavirus. It's not going to be any problem. Don't listen to my, my own CDC. They don't know what they're talking about. They, I, I understand the diseases and the science a lot better than those people. Well, the CDC is saying that we should worry. 
the CDC doesn't know as much as I do. How do you know more than them? Well, because I learn faster. I have a bigger brain, and I know what works and what doesn't work. And believe me, I have managed to avoid a lot of diseases. You don't go through the 80s <laughs> without a condom and come out to tell the tale unless you know how to get around. Like Tupac. You get around? Like Tupac. You get around. Da, 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 da. Round and round. I thought we were going to do something there. Okay. Um. Well, that's, what is that, eight strikes now? <laughs> I don't know. I lost count. So you're not nervous because they – how do they describe the disease where it's going to spread? Um, not the plague. What's the word they use? It's going to spread like Melania's cheeks when it's prenup time. <laughs> uh, that wasn't what I was thinking. But um, all right. You, you went to India recently. Great country full of – I've never seen that many cab drivers <laughs> in one place in my entire life. It was like a country full of cab drivers. And, you know, I was like, who's running the seven – I haven't seen one 7-Eleven, but I've seen 42 million 7-Eleven owners. It's like unbelievable. <laughs> so you think it's a land of 7-Eleven owners and cab drivers? Uh, have you ever been there? No, I've never been there. It was, that is all you could see. I was like, can I get a Slurpee? Can anybody give the president of America a Slurpee? And it was just nobody was doing it. They were just walking around sweating. It's a very, it's a very hot country. What were you doing over there? Visiting with my good friend Modi. He is the great prime minister. He's kind of like me. That he is wants... a comedian. No. Okay. Jewish comedian Modi. Never heard of him. Okay. Uh, let, let me explain something to you. We don't need your deep cuts from like back rooms of New York City comedy clubs, okay? You want to talk comedians? We talk Nick DiPaolo. We talk Jeff Dunham. We talk Jeff Foxworthy, Dennis Miller, the big names. Okay. Uh, but Narendra, his name's like, uh, we'll call him Nathan. How about that? Nathan Modi. <laughs> and my good friend Nathan Modi took me around. He's a tough guy. He's, the thing is, you know how people call me a white nationalist, which is a totally made-up thing? It's not true, completely false. Well, he's mm -hmm. actually like a Hindu nationalist, and I didn't know you could have other nationalists that weren't white, but he's like, he wants to like get rid of the Muslims in his own country. And I was like, I've been trying to do that for like three years, and here's this guy, and he's got a lot of Muslims in his country. It's not like here where we've got like, you know, 10. He's got like couple hundred million and he's like that's what does that's, that mean well that's indian for get the fuck out of here muslims <laughs> he taught me some phrases so you know obviously i'm more fluent in the asian languages right well technically did you ever know this indians are asians and i was like well why you, your eyes are so big nathan modi you got regular, you got almost white people eyes, and yet you're calling yourself Asian. But I think it's like a different Asian. It's like the brown Asian versus the, can I say the yellow Asians? Uh, you did, so I, I guess you well, can. Well, we're going to say it. <laughs> okay. And uh, 
you know, when I go to visit Shinzo, I'll play Yellow by Coldplay. That's my little, my little tribute song to him. That's nice. But yeah, no, so Modi was, and I wanted to put like a beat behind it. I was like, let's get that Punjabi MC guy to put some, you know, I know him because I'm very familiar with Kanye. And I think Jay-Z did a great song with Punjabi MC. So I asked Nathan Modi to bring Punjabi MC so I could drop some beats and some bars, but they didn't do it. So it was a lot of that really annoying Indian music. You know, uh, it's we know it's well. It's it's some of the worst music you've ever heard. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you think it's turning into like the scary Muslim music. It's like you're like, wait, don't do it. No. And then you're like, is there a terrorist attack coming now? All of a sudden. You know, went from cab driver to suicide bomber. I don't know, but uh, we like them. We like Nathan Modi. We like the Indian. Maybe that's why Nathan Modi is trying to get rid of the Muslims because the music the Muslims have is very close to the Indian music. Well, and it's he like want to get it's confused. like a terrorist DJ got in the booth. Exactly. And then you know somebody's getting killed. Uh, uh, an Indian DJ mixing Indian to Muslims, great, Mr. President. I mean, um, honestly, these Netflix specials are really paying off your impressions and everything. I mean, finishing Netflix. Best thing you ever did during your presidency. DJ Trump. Uh, and guess what? My initials are DJT. Oh, so it's perfect. So it's, you go on tour. It's pretty much we're going on tour during the second term. What, you and Siesto? Is that the guy's name? Well, it's I think it's Tiesto. Tiesto. Siesto. No, we're gonna, what did I say? We're going to go on tour with Punjabi MC. Oh, that'd be awesome. My buddy Nathan Modi, the great prime uh, minister. So we love him. We love how he's trying to discriminate against Muslims. He's a great leader. And hopefully they can get their music situation figured out. I hope so. Um, you know, it's one thing to have bad one. music. You have the bad music, which is like, uh, I don't know. That, whoa, see what I did? That was, see, it's even confusing I, I, yeah. me. The Muslim music is infiltrated. It is. We have a sleeper cell of Muslim bars. <laughs> But it's supposed to. You want to keep it there. Just keep the music bad. Don't make it violent. Oh, my God. See Homeland on Showtime every time a Muslim shows up. <laughs> and then I turn it off because I say I know what's going to happen. Oh, shit, Mr. But President. Great country. Not enough 7-Elevens. But it was uh, it was a slushy for the soul. It was a slushy for the soul. That's a saying in India. Is it? I never heard of that saying ever. A slushy for your soul. It's a it's a nice three day old piece of pizza in a glass case for your soul. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. Sounds awful. Does does Bernie make you scared at all, Mr. President? You. 
he's he's the front runner right now. Does he make you nervous? There are things that make me nervous, and one of them is not Bernie Sanders. He is like an old Kushner from New York in an Upper West Side bagel shop yelling at whoever will listen, not afraid of him. Now I have a question. It just Be tells you how weak the Dems are that he's the front runner. Be honest with me. <laughs> if you lost to Bernie Sanders and he legalized weed federally, like he said he was going to, would you ever even try to smoke weed that it's totally legal? Smoking weed is for people who don't have great lives. Okay. When I, inst- when I want to feel a buzz, I call up a 10 and say, come over here and wrap your mind around the, the giant Cheeto. Do you, do you think it's weird that a major platform of his is saying that, like once he gets in his office, like that's one of well, his he main wants priorities? To win over. He wants to be friends with Ben and Jerry in Vermont and like... He's, it's not going to happen. He's not going to win. We want him to win. We want him to win the Democratic primary because I'll beat his old ass. He'll probably have a heart attack during a debate. It's called cardiac arrest. How old is he? He's what, 80? 78. He's 78. He's an old piece of shit. So if he did get elected president, he'd be He's like a big crusty matzah. Is that your nickname for, for him? Matzah Sanders. Big crusty matzah Sanders. Well, no, big crusty matzah. BGM, not to be confused with BGMP, which is my very big gay vice president, Mike Pence. How is he doing? Just you know, just being being big and gay. <laughs> that's it. That's that's his only responsibility. Well, he uh, he didn't go on the trip to India. Although he said he was missing the opportunity to be around a billion sweaty men. So I think he kind of wanted to be out there. Of course. But uh, nope, he was at home with mother. What did you eat out there? I don't see you as a man who eats Indian food. It's called fish fillet. They do have McDonald's out there. Oh, okay. So lucky you. But it was weird because there were no black teenagers giving me my McDonald's. And I said, how do you serve McDonald's? (laughs) There's only one way to serve it, and that's it. You got no, you got, you got two billion Seven Eleven workers walking around with no Seven Eleven. But how do you open a McDonald's when I don't have a surly black teenager to give me my fish fillet? Well, it's a backwards country, but we love it, and we hope that the Muslim music yeah, stops seems because like I don't want time. that DJ, that DJ, to just start mixing the music. We don't want that to happen. You start mixing the music, then you start mixing the races, and the next thing you know. You've got a bunch of Obamas saying Indian Muslim things. <laughs> it's not a good thing. It's how the coronavirus started. Oh, really? A black and a Muslim and an aardvark asshole AIDS got together in, in China. That's horrible. This disgraceful. It is, it is a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing to make up, Mr. President. Not making it up. You don't know the details. I have the intelligence. The reports come to my desk. It's great reports. I thought you don't even trust your intelligence. Well, I have secret intelligence that you don't need to know about. But believe me, it's there. Mr. President, you're always you're you're having lots of beefs with people all the time from Twitter. Beef with broccoli. It's tasty. 
He's like, it's good. I'd rather have chicken. But well, you know what? I was just in India and they don't let you eat beef, so I'm gonna eat a lot of beef now that I'm back. I hear you. In the good United States of uh, of this country. It's, it's, it's America, but um, we'll I didn't, see. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe that will change also. Um, See that? that was a reverse. I saw. We turned I saw. it back. We took the DJ booth away from the Muslim DJ. I, I saw you went. You went backwards. You you. Uh... you get a... Uh, Mr. President, you're in a great mood today. Well, you know, uh, I've gone to some clubs with Ivanka, and we've had great times at the nightclubs, so I'm starting to learn my DJ skills and, and whatnot, so it's a good time. Ivanka's really been out of the, the, the spot. Oh, she was, she was in India. She, she came to India with you. She came in India. <laughs> she came in India? I don't, I don't know. What does that mean? She came in India. She was in India, and she came. She was with her husband? Oh, her husband, Jared. I don't remember him being there. All right. I don't even want to go there. Well, Mr. President, I'm not going to. You go there. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about. It's very hot in India. <clears throat> don't want to talk about it. You just said. It's a hot country. Okay. She was very hot in India where she came. Okay. You are uh, you're having a problem with two Supreme Court justices. No problem. They'll be dead soon. We're actually having some coronavirus delivered to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> I don't know that you say that out loud, but well, let's uh, we'll take it off the podcast record. And then Sotomayor, mm-hmm. uh, who, by the way, she's not a J Lo. She is definitely not a J Lo Puerto Rican. She's uh, she's just gonna drink. Too much Bustello coffee and have a heart attack. So, you know, we're in, what's, uh, what's we're your in problem with them now? What's your problem with them now? Well, they've said bad things about me, and I don't think they should be on the court to hear cases about me. Well, biased. It's called biased. Well, they can. B i a s t. Biased. Well, don't usually people separate uh, personal and business when you but go when to you're work. When you judge and you say. I'm jealous because I never got to have sex with Donald Trump. How can I expect you to? Well, you know, it was kind of implied. And how can I expect them to be fair judges when all they want to do is be jealous that they're not Ivanka, you know, getting to share quality time with me? Okay. Well, I don't think that's what they said. And um, I mean, my my opinion, if they're I, I I could see both sides where they shouldn't talk bad about you because they and and judge your cases, but then also I can see the side where it's they can have personal opinions that won't affect their business decisions. Well, you obviously don't know anything about the courts or Ruth Bader coronavirus Ginsburg. <laughs> that's a that's a new nickname. But she will uh, she will be resting in power soon. All right. Well. Mr. President, thank you for, for joining us and, and good luck on the campaign trail and everything great that's campaign. going on. It's a great campaign trail. We're and, already um, fixing the coronavirus. The economy's great. Ivanka's hot. Nothing could be better. 
Yes, and good luck with the the coronavirus too. I I really uh, hope that you take care of that, and so it does not spread in the United States. Well, at least not to great MAGA states. Uh, how about just how about just the whole country? Well, I mean, but if we've got to choose, if it comes down to picking some states, you know, we're going to preserve the MAGA states first, where I'm sure we have a lot of MAPEGA listeners. Okay. Well, um. Let's hope we don't have to go there and just uh, get it rid of before uh, that happens. We have to choose. Oh. Okay. But, Mr. President, uh, thanks for joining us again. And um, It was a guys, great honor for you. Yes, it was. And, uh, guys, keep spreading the word. Tell some friends. Email some friends. Tweet it out. IG. Follow us on social media. Shit is free. Help us out. We're looking for grassroots campaign here. It's all you guys, all right? And some things are in the works, but you know what? It's it's the people who are listening who tell a friend and tell another friend, and that's how um, we don't want like a Bloomberg campaign. We're trying to get a crazy Bernie campaign with everybody just chipping in and get your friends to listen. This we've had some phenomenal episodes recently. Really great content. It's called content. Yeah, we're not paying convicts to tweet this out and uh, and send emails for to get listeners. So, no Bloomberg doing Bernie style, and um, and that's really it, guys. Um, you got anything, Mr. President? We have only one great announcement. Hello, everybody. It's JL. Big uh, announcement. I have, I, have, I have one thing. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Big announcement, guys. We've got a release date, April eighth. My uh, my new Trump album will be, will be available. Um, so mark your calendar. You know, put it down in uh, your planner or in your phone for April eighth. Fireside Craps, the Deuce, will be out, and it is a masterwork. Aaron Hodge, uh, Aaron Hodges of You Lucky Dog Productions has produced it. Uh, he's done. A, I've heard some of it. It's it's a very slick production. So I'm very excited for it. And next week there will be a. Um, a promotional music video that we did, a, a parody song um, that I won't even tell you what it's about, but that should be up and up and out next week. So other than that, nothing to report, just working a day job. Uh, oh, yeah, and my other podcast, please give it a listen. Give it a subscribe if you haven't already. Um, Righteous PK, Righteous PK on iTunes, uh, Spotify, and Podomatic. Thank you. Now, Jay. Guys, uh, I will be at uh, Stress Factory uh, in New Jersey, March 6th and 7th with Jordan Carlos. And I will be in Michigan at One Night Stands uh, in Waterford, Michigan, the 12th, 13th, and 14th. I hate so, that club already <laughs> by, that, by that name. One Night Stands. <laughs> I'll take right. what I can get these days. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, guys. That's it. Well, thank you. As Jay said, give us, give us the... Uh, Give us a rating. Share the podcast. There's no paywall. There's nothing to buy. It's just support, grassroots support. So thank you very much, and God help us all.